Hey sisters, Christy here from Book Club Sisterhood. Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. This is where we share our weekly book discussions with you so you can listen while multitasking or enjoying your favorite drink and reading along with us. I hope you enjoy this discussion. Let's grow. Hey sisters, I'm Christy, one of the co-founding sisters at Book Club Sisterhood. Welcome to week three of discussing Learning to Roar by Melissa Dyer. Um, we are discussing chapters six and seven tonight. Uh, if you have, if you're on live and have any prayer requests, go ahead and put them in the chat tab. If you're watching the video, put them in the comments. If you're listening to the podcast, you can click on the link in the description <laughs> and click on the group and join the group and then comment. It's a little more complicated with the podcast because I don't have like a comment section. I don't know. I think they're working on something, but all right. So chapter six. Um, I'm going to read the top of page 79. I like that she says, have you heard the phrase, girls compete, but women in power? Um, I really love that because we've talked about it multiple times. Like we need to be lifting each other up, even if we're in the same arena. We, there's, there's plenty of business, there's plenty of friends, there's plenty of things out there for everybody. Um, that's why I love to support Erica's blog because... I write a blog too, but that doesn't mean we have to compete against each other. Like we can lift each other up and cheer each other on because we're not doing the same thing. Like mine's a devotional and hers is a little bit different. I mean, it's essentially, we're both talking about the Bible and we're both kind of speaking to women, but that doesn't matter. There's still going to be people and you can also read both blogs. <laughs> it, they're not that long. So I think that it's more important to support each other than to compete against each other. And that's why I invited her to post the link in the group because I love to read that. In fact, the one that she she posted today was the first one that I read and I love it. She's a great writer and so are the other ladies on our blog. So props to her, even though she's not here yet. <laughs> um, and then we just need to listen to each other and be supportive rather than um, being judgmental, which is something she talks about on page 78 um kind of leads into that uh second paragraph from the bottom it says i was raised raised in an environment that was obsessed with judging others and that was my default so i think a lot of our families of origin is what some people call it you know they they definitely influence you and that's why i try to be careful with my kids which way you know how i raise them what i say what i do because a lot of times they're mimicking what i do like it's not always what comes out of my mouth it's what are my actions what am, I, am I being supportive am I, of other people? Am I loving on other people? Or am I being rude and condescending? Um, they're going to take after what I do rather than what I tell them to do a lot of the times. So yeah, our families definitely teach us how to treat other people, right? All right, page 83. Um, this made me think of a story in the Bible. Um so I'm going to kind of skip around on this page, but it says like, if nothing else, my questioning had become an irritation. So she's talking about a girl that she kind of had a confrontation with um, in a women's group that she's in. Um, she called her witty. She loves to name people like sassy and witty. It's funny. Um, so witty revealed the irritation toward me cloaked in a bit of sarcasm. Um, and then I had to make the hard choice to be vulnerable and tell her that her words hurt me. Um, so I think it's important, definitely knowing her past reactions to people that have hurt her, it's, it's good that she stood up and took a stance and, um, you know, made that step to be vulnerable. Um, 
I kind of wanted to relate her courage to a study or a story in the Bible. Um, it's in Acts 27, and I'm going to kind of paraphrase. I wrote some of it down. Um, so Paul is a prisoner um, at this point in the Bible, and he is placed on a boat on its way to Crete. It's actually on its way to Rome eventually, but they're just trying to get from wherever. I don't remember where they were, but they're trying to get to Crete. Um, and while they were on the boat, Paul shares that an angel came to him. Uh, he tells his captors who have him on this boat transporting him that an angel came to him and warned him of a big storm that was coming and that they would lose the boat and the cargo, but they would all survive. So he shared this with his captors. He warned them that they should dock the boat rather than try to push through the storm. Um, but they were in a hurry. So in their haste, they ignored Paul and continued on. So then they found themselves in the middle of what is called a Northeaster. Um, so they go through this and they start fearing for their lives. And I love that instead of Paul going, told you so, although he does kind of say like, I wish you would have listened to me, but he doesn't like rub their noses in it, which I think, first of all, like I probably would have done that. Like I told you this was going to happen. Why, why, why? Um, but instead of doing that, he encourages them. He, you know, they start throwing things overboard. They start wrapping their boat with ropes, trying to keep it together, trying to reinforce it. But again, it says in verse 25, Paul says, so take courage for I believe God. It will, it will be just as he said. So he's referring back to the angel coming to him and saying, we're going to lose the boat. You're going to lose your cargo, but you're going to keep your lives. He's saying, God said it. So it's true. So he, he encourages him. He's a prisoner of these people. First of all, he's a prisoner. Second of all, he told them this was going to happen. And they didn't listen. And then he encourages them. I just think that's so cool. In that situation that he was in, he was able to encourage them and say, take courage. We're going to be okay. God said we were, so I trust. Um, and then I feel like his faith is very noteworthy too. To have that amount of courage when you're in the middle of a storm about to sink, um, in captivity <laughs> and he's has so much faith in god that he's like you know god said it it's gonna happen full stop that's it <laughs> you know nothing else is gonna happen because god said this is gonna happen so i'm encouraged by that story that he could be so uh christian and be nice to the men that are transporting him across the sea so i just think that's cool because she talks a lot in this book about encouraging others. Um, so how about that encouragement? All right, you guys ready for chapter seven? Sue's not? No. I have a comment. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Back on page 78, okay. and I discussed this with Erica last mm -hmm. night, I think it was. The, from what I remember, because I read this the other day, that uh, this was the lady, she was, she was originally um confronting or having to actually face her that had stood up in the birthday party and said she wanted to make a speech yada 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 Cassie is her name how, right and how she, and how hurt she was and i know pj was kind of with me as far as i don't understand why she was hurt yeah. i thought that was kind of a nice thing for someone to do for her husband not for her but for the husband so then when they finally come back together and she lets her know how she felt about it and I still didn't get out of here 
the why, I guess, and, and I obviously I'm not going to, but in the last paragraph, and, and the paragraph that you read before, ahead of that said that, you know, she was raised in an environment that was obsessed with judging others. Yeah. And that was her default. And it made me sit back and really think about what my default was and how I reacted to things. But in this, she said she needed to remove her lens of judgment mm -hmm. so that she could see more of where the other lady was coming from and maybe some of her fears, et cetera. So I think this was a reminder to me personally to not perhaps leap so quickly or my immediate reaction is, well, to judge somebody for something they're doing, taking it personally and thinking it's because of me where it could be because of something they're carrying. Yeah. So that was, I thought that was interesting that, I, that she came back to that story mm -hmm. and talked about it, but it was a good segue into her saying, you know, you need to stand up for yourself, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that she confronted her because, you know, she needed to get off her chest. And she said at one point, you know, if I don't get this off my chest, it's going to rear its ugly head somewhere else and be worse. So at least she was more controlled with it and came to her and said, you know, I just need to let you know that this hurt my feelings. So right. definitely could have gone a lot different if she had just gone off on her. So. Exactly. All right. Anything else from chapter six? All right. So let's start part three, progress, not perfection. All right. So page 96 at the top, it says we all need to permit ourselves to fumble our way through the beginning because none of us were born like knowing how to crawl or walk or sit up or anything, right? Like we had to learn those things. It's not any different now. Um, and I was just thinking, you know, being a new ministry leader, my husband and I have never led a ministry before. So this is all brand new to us. Um, we're gonna make mistakes. We actually just had a meeting today with the past, one of our pastors. Um, he's kind of over our ministry. Um, just to kind of iron out some details, become more aware of what's going on and what we're responsible for and kind of where we go in the grand scheme of everything. Um, and it's just comforting to know that he has my back. Like all the pastors have our back. Like even if we do mess up because we will, we're new to this, we're going to fumble. Um, but they have our back and they trust us a hundred percent. And they've told us like, we fully trust you. Whatever you think is best is fine. And if it turns out that maybe you shouldn't have done that. We'll talk about it and we'll move on. So I definitely appreciate that support. So we definitely need to permit ourselves to fumble, but having that bonus support is very comforting to know that when I do, they'll be there for me to help me learn through it instead of condemning me for what I did. So um, on the bottom of 96, the last full paragraph, she says, because you need more if you're going to give it away, lend it out and encourage others. So she's talking about, you know, filling yourself up. And if you're pouring out to others, like you can't be encouraging everybody else and not getting any encouragement yourself. Um, so our pastor used a really great example this past weekend of um, he got a trash can and he poured a bottle of water out into it. He's like, see that that's you just pouring out into everybody else. Well, what do you end up? You end up as an empty bottle. And then you're struggling and you're having a hard time, you know, living your life and leading other people because then you get burnout. 
Um, so then you got a full bottle of water and poured another bottle of water into it and the water overflowed from the bottle. So in both situations, water fell into the trash can. So you, you poured into other people, no matter which way you do it. But if you're pouring and overflowing the bottle, then you're getting filled while you're filling other people. So I just felt like that was a really good example of, you know, making sure that you stay filled up, like coming here every week, it helps me to get filled up to spend time with you guys and get into the word a little bit and have a nice conversation. So I definitely try to make sure that I'm pouring into myself and as I'm pouring out into others. So and then on 99, kind of in the middle at the bottom of the second paragraph, she says, we need to create and contribute to communities strong enough to strengthen each other and help each other along. So um, of course my hope in this community is that we can be strong and strengthen each other. That's, I think why we all come here. I absolutely love everyone is feeling welcome to post prayer requests in our group. Um, I'm very thankful for that. I'm glad that you guys feel it's a safe place to come and think to ask us for, for prayer, because I definitely want to pray for you guys all the time. Um, you know, I do anyway, but it's nice to have specific requests to pray specifically for. So thank you guys for sharing. I mean, I, I don't want you to have prayer requests that you need to have prayed over, but I'm glad that you feel like it's a safe place to come to do that because we definitely absolutely will pray for you. So does anybody have anything else? This is so quick. <laughs> I, I lifted up your blog, Erica, you missed it. <laughs> no, I just said, cause she says at one point, you know, we need to empower each other, like girls compete and women empower. And that's why I wanted you to post your blog in the group. And I want to talk about it and I want to support each other because I write a blog too, but that doesn't mean we have to be in competition with each other. Like we can both lift each other up and make them both great because people need both of them, so. Totally, completely agree. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And I had already read the one you posted today. That was the one I read. That was the very first one that I read. So oh. I haven't read it again yet, but I might go back. I like it. It's good. Please. All right. Well, I forgot to do this at the beginning. So let's read. Let's read our memory verse. It's Matthew 17, 20. And it says, he replied, because you have so little faith, truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. So that's good. I'm excited, guys. It was only 20 minutes. I <laughs> Like Erica just got on here and we're like ending. <laughs> um, is there anything else you guys Stood out to you? Are you guys liking the Bible study of Gospel of John? There's some uh, uh, friends here that are going to be participating this week and next week, so I'm excited for that. Um, if anyone is listening or watching and wants to participate in that, I have a couple more days that people can give me their thoughts on. So um, in the group, we're posting every day a few chapters to read of John. Um, and reading those and then you can comment what your thoughts are and then I've also asked some people to give me their thoughts ahead of time and I'm putting that in the post so I started with my husband because he absolutely loves the story of Nicodemus in John 3 he has just attached himself to that story and just absolutely loves it so 
was talking about like the Holy Spirit and how it's different than physical birth when you're rebirthed and trying to understand the things of heaven when you can't even understand the things on the earth. And we just kind of, we talked through that and kind of thought about it a lot. So it's good, but I can't wait to see what you guys think. I'm excited to read what you write. So, all right. Anybody have any prayer requests? Thank you. Right on time. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yep. Definitely pray for him. Um, my husband and I are going out of town tomorrow just for a quick like overnight. We're going to Ikea. I'm so excited. <laughs> Our closest Ikea is like 45 minutes to an hour away. So we're just going to make like an overnight trip of it. He also wants to go to Jungle Gyms um, and walk around. It's like a really big grocery store. If you guys, I don't, I don't know how well spread they are so um it's just a really big grocery store with really interesting things and he loves food so we're gonna go look at all the weird food so <laughs> i'm sure that's what we're gonna end up doing but all right anything else all right i'll go ahead and pray um what is your nephew's name erica tj what is it tj tj okay it sounded like pj all i heard was the j <laughs> all right thank you Dear God, thank you so much for this time we get to spend together. Thank you for these ladies showing up faithfully every week so that we can chat about you and about your love for us. Um, God, just give us the faith like Paul. Help us to be so faithful that you say how it's going to be and we just believe it because we know that you are powerful and strong and that you're capable of making anything happen. Lord, we love you so much. And again, we just thank you for this time we get to spend together. Lord, I just lift up Erica's blog, help it to be successful and for it to reach the people that need to hear it. Um, they're just doing a great job of sharing your word, Lord. So I just pray that it reaches all the ladies that it needs to reach. Lord, I pray for TJ that he gets out of the situation he's in and that he finds a new job, strengthen him and um, just get him out of that bad situation. Lord, I pray for Johnny and I as we travel tomorrow, help us to have safe travels and to enjoy our time together. Lord, I just praise you. And again, thank you for this week. Thank you for the nice weather. It's finally getting a little warmer, at least in Ohio. Um, and Lord, I just pray that you can, you know, keep your hedge of protection around us and get us through any situation that we're in, Lord. It's all in your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys. Short and sweet tonight, but <laughs> have a great what, week. What chapter shall we read? Oh, sorry. The end of the book, eight and nine. Last two chapters. Okay, everyone have a good week. You too. Bye. Thank you guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of BCS Podcast. We hope you found what you needed in this week's episode and that it blessed you. If you would like to chat more, please join our Facebook group, Book Club Sisterhood. And if you would like to subscribe to our box, go to bookclubsisterhood.com. We can't wait to hang out with you again next week. Have a great week, sisters. <laughs>